0: Good morning and welcome to Hey Mom, Hey podcast. My name is Shari James and I am creator of this podcast and also a fellow mom to an amazing six year old little boy by the name of Nicholas. I started this podcast because I realized that there are so many moms that are going through motherhood um, in isolation, you know, dealing with different things, and because you feel like you have to have it all together because you don't want to be judged by others you keep it to yourself but i believe in community i believe in us sharpening one another and encouraging one another and this platform allows for us to be able to do that to have conversations and to be able to get to the other side um i also am a follower and believer of jesus christ and let me tell you i believe that there is absolutely nothing that we cannot overcome with jesus on our side and so you're going to hear me talk a lot about my faith in these podcasts and my faith is actually what really helped me to um, go from a mentality of surviving to a mentality of thriving in motherhood understanding that my child is not a distraction from my life and my purpose but he actually is a key part of why I was created. And so I just want to encourage you guys in that very same way. Um, Before we start, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we, we lift your name on high today. You are so amazing. The way you love us, the way you grace us, your mercy, oh God. Lord, I pray for your daughters that listen in on this podcast, oh God. I don't know what the cares of their hearts are this morning, but I ask that You help them to surrender them over to you, that they lay them down right now and that they not pick them back up, but that they wait patiently to hear from you, oh God. I pray that you sharpen them in their minds, Lord God, in their ears to be able to discern what's coming from you and what's coming from the enemy, Lord God. I pray that they believe what it is that you say about them. That they are fearfully, wonderfully made in your image, oh God. Able to overcome anything that may come against them in this world, Lord God. Lord, I thank you so much for the purpose and plans that you have for their lives. May they be encouraged through this podcast to move forward in everything that you have for them. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen, amen. All right, so... I don't know if you heard episode one of this podcast. This is episode two. Um, A recap of episode one. We started out um, reading the book that I wrote back in 2017 entitled Breathe Through It All, Surviving Motherhood in Your 20s. And it's so funny because back in 2017, that's exactly what I felt I was doing. I was surviving. (laughs) I looked at motherhood as this This big, you know, thing that I had to get up and figure out how to survive it each and every day. And then, you know, as I grew in my relationship with God, he shifted my perspective and showed me that, no, there's actually purpose in what I'm doing through you um, by being a mom. That your son is not something that's holding you back from living this amazing life, but actually he's a part of it right? And it's beautiful because I feel like we learn so much about ourselves from our children. If we slow down long enough to pay attention to what God is trying to do, um, you know, whether it be in patience, whether it be in creativity, whether it be in our capacity to love, whether it be just in capacity alone, right? It's kind of interesting. We go through these nine months, um, you know, and it's like, we're, we're cultivating this amazing gift. And once the baby comes out, it's like our lives just kind of move like lightning speed. It's like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. But I believe that there's a, a element to it where God is trying to help us to increase our capacity because there's so much that he's designed us to be able to do. And there's so many things he wants to do through us that we have to grow in our mental stability to be able to handle and juggle different things. But I believe that in big part, we do that through his spirit. God has given us the Holy Spirit as believers. And so the Holy Spirit is your helper, the one that brings things back to your remembrance, you know, um and so it's 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 just really cool. It's been a really cool journey for me and so I just want to share with you the same things that God has shared and will continue to share with me. And so the first episode we talked about the day it all changed. I found out I was pregnant, realized, "Hey, <laughs> I've gotten myself into a situation that I did not truly desire." However, my actions betrayed my thoughts. And I ended up here. And now what? So now we're going to read chapter two and it's called the it's entitled. What about your friends? You know, we can talk about this topic, um, you know, on and on and on and on, because I I can I can imagine like myself, you realize a lot of you. That things shifted in your friendships when you became a mom. Um, if you especially if you had friends that maybe aren't moms, you realize that maybe your priorities just seemed very different. Um, the things that you desired to talk about seemed very different. But it's really cool because sometimes I think we think it's a bad thing, but I think it's God's way of getting us into alignment with where He wants us to be. I mean. I remember back, you know, when I found out I was pregnant and I think about the friendships that I had at that time. And it's not that those friends weren't loving or, you know, awesome. I just feel like they were going in a very different direction than where God wanted me at that time. And so our lifestyle, I was still very much in the world and, you know, it was all about clubbing and drinking and um, it, it wasn't about glorifying God with my life in it. And it sure definitely wasn't about purpose at that point. That wasn't the driving factor of why I was doing what I was doing. It was about myself, my own selfish desires and, you know, whatever I felt I wanted at that time. And so let's jump into chapter two. What about your friends? I often think back to the conversations between myself and my childhood friends regarding marriage and children. We envisioned weekly playdates and couple trips galore. It all seemed so simple then. The day I found out I was pregnant ended with me calling one of my closest friends at the time. I still remember her response. What? This wasn't a part of our plan? Laugh out loud. She was right. In fact, my lack of planning would now force me to develop one. My friend took me for ice cream and we sat and talked for a while. I believe she was happy for me, but more nervous than anything. The lifestyle we were living did not quite consist of diaper changes and breastfeeding. Looking back, I wish there would have been a pregnancy manual to prepare me for the shift that would later develop in my friendships. As the months changed, so did my body and my bond with my closest girlfriends. They were still hanging out, partying as usual. The invitations to join the festivities lessened. The phone calls weren't as frequent, and we were all nurturing different lifestyles. I took it all so personal. I would look at their adventures via social media and wish I could be there to share the smiles. You have to understand that life is all about seasons and owning the season you are in. The truth is my girlfriends didn't know exactly what I needed from them simply because I never told them. We can't assume that others understand how to empathize with us, especially when it is something they have yet to experience. I did not want my friends or family to know that I was dealing with a failing relationship or that the constant morning sickness was getting the best of me? Why do we put the judgment of others over speaking our truth? Why do we prepare for the worst outcome before expecting the best? Instead, I said nothing, and I isolated myself. A few months later, I learned that whatever God removes, he will always replace. I reconnected with a girlfriend I hadn't spoken to in a while. She was pregnant and enthused to share my pregnancy journey with me. We talked every day and watched each other's bumps grow. I know without a doubt God placed her in my path at the perfect time. Not only did she become my closest confidant, she was my pregnancy insider. She told me about health insurance I could get through the health department that would cover my entire pregnancy. The day my insurance coverage began, we went to Bye Bye Baby department store. I was in and out of excitement. We looked at the tiny baby clothes and tried to guess which sex the baby would be. I gravitated towards the girl clothing, thinking God was sure to bless me with a mini-me. I called my child's father, hoping he would share in the excitement of it all, but was quickly disappointed by his nonchalant attitude. After I hung up the phone, I remember sobbing uncontrollably. Thank God my friend was there to wipe my tears and remind me that my excitement belonged to me and to protect it. Friendships, just like relationships, have their ups and downs. They require a level of transparency and forgiveness to sustain. Pregnancy is a self-reflective journey that may push you away from certain friendships. But will always gain you others. Trust that the people you need will be there exactly when you need them. Keep breathing. And so, you know, as I really think about it now, you know, it's really amazing. And, and I said earlier the word align. That's such a powerful word because that's that's what God serves right? He serves as, you know, someone that puts us back into alignment whenever we get out. Like he's a loving father, right? That's what parents do. When we see our children getting ready to go into the wrong direction, we stop them and then we place them back where they're supposed to be. And that's what God does for us. And see, relationships have seasons. Sometimes you have relationships that are going to go to the end of time with you, and then you have relationships that maybe start, stop, and then pick back up in another season. And I think that the key thing is to not take things personal, right? At the core of our relationships, there should be love. But I think the problem is that a lot of us don't truly understand love. If you look in the Bible, in First Corinthians thirteen it tells us a little bit about love right love is is patient it's kind, you know it's not um boastful it's not about yourself it's it's sacrificial actually and and love really endorsed through all types of circumstances and I think that just in our society and our culture, we have cultivated a very Um, temporary, superficial kind of love. You know, you see it all the time on memes where people say, you know, oh, I'm throwing away friends. You know, I'm not taking new people, you know, these same people with me into the new year. And you're practicing not being able to cultivate real love because real love endures. I mean, think about the love that you have for your child. You know, your child may make a mistake and may spill, you know a whole bowl of spaghetti on the floor, are you just gonna do away with your child? Absolutely not. You wouldn't do that, and so we have to have that same enduring love with other people, but allow the Spirit of God to reveal to you the season um you know really really reveal to you the season of your friendships because what I now understand now with my friendships back at that time. See, God was trying to set me up. He was trying to set me up for the life that he knew he had already designed for me before, you know, I was even here on earth. And so he's like, "Okay, look, my daughter is going so far off the path that I created for her. So now I need to bring her back. Right. I need to get her back in alignment with her purpose so that I can get her to grow. Spiritually and mentally so that she can be prepared to take care of this baby because if she's still more concerned about going to the clubs and pleasing people she's not going to be ready and because God loves us so much and then also, because God loved Nico so much, right? Nico has a purpose. Nico has a plan in a future, just like your children have a plan in a future, right? So God is thinking about the bigger picture. God tells us that we only know in part. So sometimes when we look at our life and we look at how things are developing and how they turn out, we're only thinking about the part that we're able to see. But God is thinking about the bigger picture. And so I thank God every single day that he saved me from the path that I thought was going to lead me to happiness. That path was actually leading me to destruction. It was leading me to not knowing my self-worth, not knowing my value, not being clear on the fact that I even had a purpose, right? Think about it. When you wake up each and every day, what motivates you? What is motivating you? A lot of people are motivated by money, but money comes and money goes. That can't be, you know, the foundation of why you get up and go every day. Be motivated by purpose, by knowing that when you were designed, God has specific things that he wanted to do here on earth through you. That's what should be driving you each and every day. You should be so driven by it that you're spending time with God to figure out what those things are. And it's so amazing because God orders our steps, right? And this is another thing that I've learned just, you know, in my walk with God. There's some times where I may not be hearing God's voice, you know, maybe he's not saying anything. Maybe, maybe it's a test, right? Maybe he's like, look, I told you to do X, Y, Z, and you haven't done it yet. So I'm not giving you any more revelation. I need you to be obedient right now. Right? What I've learned is that as long as you are pursuing God, like as long as you are looking for him, you know, there's been times where I just felt like, okay, I'm not really sure what I should be doing, but you know what? I'm just going to read my word or, you know what? I'm just going to go fellowship with other, you know, believers. So I may go to, you know, a social gathering or whatever, where I know that other, you know, people who love God are going to be, or, um, you know what? I'm just going to go to church or, you know, I'm going to go try a new church or what, whatever it is, whenever you, God says that if you look for him, you will find him. That's what I'm trying to get to. It doesn't matter where it is or how it looks. When you look for God, you're going to find him. So if you find yourself in a season where you're like, I'm not hearing from God clearly. Actually, I don't even know how to you know, make the distinction between my own thoughts and God, God's voice, <laughs> you know, and, and that's very real too, because I think that the more time you spend with God, the more familiar you become with Him, and the more you're able to fine-tune hearing His voice. So say you're not there yet, which is okay, because it's a journey, y'all, it's, it's not a final destination. It's a journey, Right. Just pursue him, just look for him, pray, pray to him, talk to him, write to him. God says that if you look for him, you will find him. And so I just pray that this episode was encouraging to somebody, um, whether you are kind of going through transition in friendships. Um, sometimes. You know, it could be that those friendships don't serve purpose in your life in that season and that's okay. You don't go cursing people or, you know, talking bad about them because then actually it would kind of mean that your friendship wasn't really solid. It wasn't really real. It wasn't rooted in true love, right? Um, And sometimes God puts you in seasons of isolation because he needs to get all of the distractions out of your life so that you can start to hear from him. Like, do y'all understand how much God loves you? He loves you so much that he's like, I'm willing to take you away from any and everything just so you can just hear my voice. I mean, he's committed to us, guys. He's so committed to us. It's so dope. And so, yeah, you know, just, just seek God. You know, in this season, if you're kind of going through transition with friendships and you're trying to figure out, OK, so so w- where am I supposed to be right now in this season? Or, you know, who do I share with? Or I promise you that God is going to bring the right people at the right time. And until they show up, share your cares with God. Allow him to reveal to you what it is that he's doing in your life right now. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode number two. I want to hear your feedback. I want to know what kind of things you guys want to talk about. We are going to go through the entire book. And then I have so many amazing topics um, that I really want us to go deeper into. Things that we are dealing with each and every day as moms. Let's go ahead and close out. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much again for your daughters. Lord God, they have no idea how precious they are to you. Lord, I pray that as they just continue to travel through the rest of their days, that they just go through it with a (laughs) godfidence, with their confidence being in you, being in what you want to and will do through them, oh God. I pray that they don't allow the lies of the enemy to burden their brains, Lord God, but that you give them a freedom. Lord God, a freedom and a peace that truly surpasses understanding so that they can be amazing women in their workplace, um, in their churches, Lord God, in their households, wherever it is um, that they are, Lord God, that they can just truly just be, just be themselves who you've designed them to be. And it's in Jesus name that I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So. If you are not following the Hey Mom Hey podcast on Instagram, please go and do so. My personal Instagram also is Shari, S-H-A-R-I-T James on Instagram. And my Facebook is Shari James. I want to stay connected with you. I want to get to know you and hear your stories of motherhood and what God is doing in your life. All right, you guys be blessed. Love you.